I'm a read, I'm a read, I'm a read. I'm a read, I'm a read, I'm a read. I'm a read, I'm a read, I'm a read. I'm a read, I'm a read, I'm a read. So hi guys, welcome to another episode of It's Lit, the Black Book Club. I'm Laurel. And I'm Kimata. And today we are discussing the new black young adult trilogy series, Children of Blood and Bone. Yes. Or it's going to be called the Orisha, or the Legacy of Orisha is the new mm-hmm. It's going to be a trilogy, yeah. Um, I can already tell you guys that I see a movie coming out. I mean, there there is a movie in the works, but, like, I'm ready for it. Right. We were, like, you know when you read a book and you envision what's happening? Like, you envision... Did you envision it in, like, movie oh, style? Like, yeah, for real. They're going to do it. For real. I already, I already have, like, a cast list, like, my dream cast list. Um... I feel like if Amanda Stenberg isn't in it, or we talked about this, or um, we'll be surprised. Zendaya. But I won't necessarily be disappointed. Yeah, I won't be disappointed. But like, I'm not a hater. But I personally love to see fresh new faces just doing everything because, um, I don't know. You just it's it's totally new. I personally it helps. I like to see new people doing new things as opposed to like the same. Although I will say like. Is it a love story if Rich McAdams isn't in it? I'm just saying. They, they will find some way to sneak a white person into the series. <laughs> they will sneak one. If they can sneak one into Black Panther, they can sneak one. Uh, no, I don't know. I just meant like in general. Like like a love, like uh, like romance movies. Like Rachel McAdams oh, yeah, is yeah. always in it. She's always in it. If she's not in it, it's It's, it's not, not a, a romance movie. But anyway, yeah. I can totally see Zendaya in this or Amanda. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. Um... Tony Adeyemi. Is that, is that how you say it? Is that, let's hope. So th- this book is written by Tomi Adeyemi. 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 Adeyemi? I don't want to F that up, so I'm sorry, Tomi. I'm sorry, Tomi, but you did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. So we phenomenal. apologize for possibly butchering your name, but which this... I totally get. I have to tell you my story about my name the other day, but anyway. Oh, okay. What is it? Basically, I was at a party, and I ended up getting introduced to this Caucasian fellow. And he goes, what's your name? And I was like, Kimata. And he's like, why do you have to have such a complicated name? Oh. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love it. But, I mean, I'm just like, ah. And I just went corporate in that moment. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So much I could have said. But it wasn't time replacing. It was also somewhat of a corporate party not a corporate party but corporate affiliations okay yeah i'll do a better job tell me we will figure out how to pronounce your name and when we do we will pronounce it in its full glory i guess we will um but this book came out in march 6 2018 so it's been out for almost eight months now this is the first book in her trilogy let's give them a synopsis it was it was like a 350 Plus page book, but There's we like, both read it pretty quickly. We read it pretty quickly. It's 85 chapters, which seems daunting. Well, I mean, each chapter is pretty short. Each chapter is also written from... This is one of the books where the chapters are written from different perspectives, depending on the character. So, like, one chapter may be written by Zelly, the main character, while another chapter may be written by Anon, um, an accompanying character. Or they. it's written between a total of three characters, the main character is Ellie, uh, and then the two accompanying characters, Amari and Anon, and then there is also her brother, who is a significant character, but he doesn't get to write any chapters, because he's not cool enough. Yeah, he's not cool enough. 
Um, so let's get into it. Let's do it. This story starts in the land of Orisha, mm-hmm. right? And it's kind of like a Game of Thrones style setting where you have maybe like six or seven cities, although there might be more because this is a trilogy. Right. It's but the book this book only really focuses on one of them and just kind of alludes to the others through a couple of different characters. But essentially it starts in the like town or city of Eloran. Lauren. And that's yeah. where our main character Zelly is currently residing and they give an overview or a brief historical synopsis pretty quickly about how the people of the land used to all live together in harmony, but there was two different kinds of people. The Magi, which are people who have magic abilities, and then the ordinary folk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And essentially, they used to live together, and the people who had magical abilities were, you know, not necessarily praised, but praise everyone loved them and they did great and they did you know great with their whether they were a healer they would heal people or they would you know build great things depending on what your ability was you would do great things and they all lived together in harmony until there was a rift a split a civil war shall we say and the magi ended up losing their magical abilities and um the ordinary folk yeah the ordinary folk took over and ins- kind of enslaved the Magi. Yeah. Magi. Yeah. Magi. Magi. I kind of love that about reading a book, is you can just say it however you think it's said. <laughs> but the Magi. Magi. I said Magi. Yeah. I, either either, either way. way. M-A-J-I, however you want to say that. Um, or maybe Tommy can fill us in one day. Yeah, maybe Tommy can fill us in. Um, so yeah, the ordinary folk denigrate the Magi and force them to become laborers. So... Right. Um, and every single province in this book, the Magi are lower caste, um, not given the same rights. Um. And there are also um, two things I say are important is that, one, they start calling them the derogatory term of the book, maggot. And the second thing is that you can, in, you, you can easily distinguish what's called a divineer these days because they are the, like, descendant, the, the descendants of the Magi is that they have white hair. Yeah, and I think this is where it kind of goes into the whole racism, colorism argument. So Tomi uses a lot of, like she references a lot of structures that already exist within human society. So more specifically colorism within the African community and um, I would say classism are the main two, Mm -hmm. I would say. So all of the Magi or Mad magi mm-hmm. are dark skinned with white hair so that's how they're distinguished mm-hmm. and if you're an orisha a regular person you are lighter lighter skinned mm-hmm. um kind of a bronzy complexion and that's pretty much established from the get-go mm-hmm. um especially especially between the characters zili who's the main protagonist she has very dark skin and bright white hair um amari who is of orishan descent has darker skin for an Orishan, but she's still considered lighter skinned mm-hmm. um, with curly hair, I think they specify. Like, it's Is not... Honestly, I will say reading the book, I didn't... Like, that wasn't something I super paid note to. I was just like, okay, matches, divineers, light hair, got it. People, <laughs> they're good looking black people, got it. Good looking black people. <laughs> But yeah. It's something I picked up on only because 
I felt like it was really intentional for all the magi to have dark skin and white hair. True, and I will say the main character, Zelly, her hair, they did specifically note the changing of the texture, how in the beginning of the book it was straight. And as the book goes on and she, like... Gets more woke. Essentially. <laughs> it gets more curly. And then also Amari comments on that later about how she wishes her hair was like this, this great texture, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so there's that. The basis of the book is that Zelly uh, has been chosen by the gods to bring magic back to all divineers and, and make them magi again and make the world right. Essentially, and right. she is accompanied by her brother Tizan. 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 Is it just Zane? Is it a silent T? Once again, Tony, I'm sorry. Um, maybe I think we should have looked this up. Maybe we should have looked this up, but honestly, I feel like <laughs> anyone who reads this is going to have some questions. Yeah. So, anyway, Zane yeah. is her brother. Zane is her brother. Amari and Anon are actually brother and sister, and that's an interesting one because they are the son and daughter of the evil king. Right, who took all the powers away. Right, and, you know, Amari is, is, is good, and, and Anon is... Evil. Anon is, is his own case. Yeah, he's his own case. And we have Zelly. And we have Zelly. And those are the main characters. characters of the book, and they are on a quest, essentially, to bring, ma- to bring magic back. Bring so. magic back, yeah. So that's over without giving away too much. Without giving away too much. So we'll get into spoilers in just a bit, but I did want to talk about some things. So while reading this book, I noticed a couple things. Um, something that I think should be explained with this being a young adult novel talking about the African diaspora. You have cities that already exist in Africa, like Lagos, mm-hmm. being like kind of like the setting and the background of all these like different um plot points and i think it's really interesting how she's trying to bring futurism back to afro-futuristic but yet also tribal elements and like mash them all together kind of Mm -hmm. i think that's really amazing for a young adult book that's kind of gotten like a lot of critical acclaim I love that, and something that she actually noted, because I was just looking up the book, the background, the author, um, I actually really love her story, you should definitely look her up and how she came about writing this book, but one of the reasons why she wanted to write the book was she was saying, you know, I want basically young black adults to be able to read a book and, like, see themselves in the characters and as the heroes and as the, you know, everything that's great to be seen, because... Most of the books out here, trilogies and blah, 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 the Hunger Games and all these other jazz are white people, you know, yeah. similar to the argument of always watching movies with white people. And it's like, you don't identify with the characters. And so it's nice to, you know, you may not be African, but definitely, I definitely saw some identification. I definitely just recently came back from a trip to Africa. And when she said Jollof rice, I was like, Jollof rice. I still have not had jollof rice. You've got to have some. I just saw a food truck that sold jollof rice. I don't know if they're good and I haven't had them, but they exist. I know. I've seen, like, on black Twitter, everyone's like, oh, Ghanaian jollof rice is better than Nigerian jollof rice. Like, there's, like, I know there's beef between okay. the two. But, there's like, definitely beef between the Ghanaians and the Nigerians. I haven't had Nigerian jollof rice. I've had Ghanaian uh, jollof rice, but it's good. And I'm definitely open to trying it. it. Oh, so good. I just love African <laughs> food. Anyway, yes. But yes. There are some realistic African elements in there. Which I love. And also just, we'll hit on this later. I think there needs to be spoilers. I think we need to go in depth on we this. We will do, how about we do a spoiler at the end. So if you don't want to be spoiled, 
and you can only listen so far, and then if you want to just hear all the dirty deets, you can continue. Right. So, let's talk about the characters a bit. Zeely is the protagonist. Zelly? Zelly. Zelly? I think it's Zelly. Zelly. She's the protagonist. Um, so, something I loved about her was the fact that she was never really sure about her role in bringing magic back. I feel like she was always, like, unsure of herself, which I think is more realistic than someone going, like, kind of like a savior complex, like, yes, I will bring it back, no matter what. Like, you need some internal conflict with, within the protagonist in order to make a story complete. Mm-hmm. I will say I was kind of mad at her throughout the whole entire book. Why is that? Because Homegirl could not just, like, let Enon go. I'm sorry. You know, I have become a sap sucker when it comes to, like, love and all of that. So, I mean, from what they experienced in the book, it was not good enough to be all that. But I also totally get the whole, like, when you, I don't, you can't call it love. It's literally been, like, two seconds. But I get it. I get the connection. I think that she navigated it to the best of her ability and that she was reluctant at first, rightfully so. Um, I think that she did a fairly good job. Okay. I just, for me, I just, I want, I would love in the next, because this is a series, y'all, there's two more books coming out, the next one's coming out in March. March 5th, 2019. I would love if we just got rid of this whole men are an issue to me narrative, because I feel like for both of them, both Zelly and Amari, you'll read in the book, their love triangles almost, like, the thing is, I think that Tomi did a great job because it didn't overpower the story. I think it's unrealistic to think that people of heterosexual nature are not going to ha- develop some sort of feelings when you're interacting on this basis. And, of course, one, it is a book. Of course, the person who you meet is someone who you happen to be interested in. But, like, the story itself of their love, to me, didn't overpower the story. Like, it didn't become a love story. You know, that was just a side note, you know. And okay. So I personally thought that she did a good job incorporating that into the book without having, having it, you know, just take it over. Another thing I loved about this book was that the violence, like, they didn't shy away from violence at all. I feel like when you read this book, especially when it comes to, like, comparing it to other YA novels, like, set in dystopian futures or whatnot, like, The Hunger Games or... Um, just other young adult novels, what they try to do is they, they still talk about people being killed or violence, but they kind of gloss over it, yeah, in a like sense. Euphemisms. Yeah, whereas this one's like, you're in it. Like, every time someone gets killed or someone gets hurt, it's like, they don't shy away. I don't think Tommy shies away from the idea that characters can get killed in order to make the story a little bit better. Yeah, there was definitely some, like, scenes in there, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is gruesome. I love it. This is great. But, um, no, yeah, I think, and it was, it wasn't a realistic way. It wasn't in, like, it wasn't in a gruesome way, like, where it was grotesque. It was too much. It was just a very, like, that yeah, is what happened. Yeah. I'm going to say what happened, as opposed to, you know, just kind of. She's gone now. Like, yeah. And we don't know how I, she I was, I was looking at her, and then she was and she was gone like okay well how like, yeah what happened no Tommy tells you she and the repercussions you. seem re- very natural yeah especially in the case of Inan and getting into the, what he does later on in the book I feel like yeah. the repercussions for everyone's actions are actually they make sense that was intense 
intense, the end. Yeah, the ending was intense. We're just going to side note, the book, the next book is coming out in March, and I will say I didn't know this because I, I looked it up before and I thought it was already out, and I went to go purchase the second book, and I was like, okay, purchase. I was like, you can pre-order it. I was like, no! <laughs> it's like watching a series, and then you get to the end, and you're like, damn, I have to wait till, like, next season. It really reminds me of Harry Potter. I feel like I've given up on fantasy novels and, like, for a really long time, just because I feel like every fantasy novel I've read hasn't been done well, so I kind of just, like, gave up on that, like, after Harry Potter, like... After? Wait, wait. You're not including Harry Potter, right? No, not... I'm I was not like, including, whoa, now. No, I love Harry <laughs> Potter, but, like, I'm saying, like, after that, I, I don't feel like I connected with a fantasy novel or, like, a young adult novel in the same way that I connected with this one. I think that part of it is the timing in your life, so, like, this is the first young adult novel or fictionary fiction novel that I've read in a while just because like I passed through a phase where I don't know they didn't they didn't catch my attention it wasn't what I was interested in reading I've recently gone through a lot of growth and changes that I think has opened up my imagination again and is allowing me to read fictional books and fantasy books so honestly I'm really looking forward I have another book on my list that is fantasy that I want to read because it's, it's just like a nice escape um, yeah I also like stopped watching tv so this is the way that I like you know <laughs> Um, you know, do all of that, but I think the part of it is because, like, when you're in this, I don't know, from, like, honestly, somewhere in, like, high school all the way to, like, graduating through college, like, I don't know, I just didn't want to read fantasy, like, I was reading more for information, um, and part of that goes with, like, the work that you're assigned, but, um, I was reading more for information or for whatever message they had to bring, it was all real, it was all non-fiction, essentially, or bibliographies or something like that, Yeah, not bibli, a biography. Bibliography. <laughs> Biographies, autobiographies, stuff like that. So I think it's sometimes it's just the point in your life. But I did connect to this book. Yes. Yeah, I <laughs> did. I really I really yeah, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I breezed through a book as fast as I breezed through this one. Like I thought it would take me a lot longer, but no, it took me like maybe three days. Yeah. Of just like reading consistently and I really enjoyed it and I would close the book and then like thirty minutes later be like, But I wanna know what happened. Right. Like I need to finish this. And I feel like the supporting characters in this novel are I don't know, just her voice, it just seems so authentic to me. Like I, I don't feel like everyone's everyone has like a natural reaction to things. I don't think yeah. some of the motivations are like too extra for what they're doing I feel like yeah it just connects and it makes sense to me so I really enjoyed that and I also just I enjoyed the way she used violence I thought the mythology is really thought out for this series I feel like it kind of goes along the lines of Greek mythology and also old African mythology really well like yeah no I definitely uh I didn't really think Greek mythology I was thinking more like African spiritualism old African religion, uh, polytheistic, polytheistic kind of thoughts and, um, ways, cultures. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I could see, I could see a series just based off of, like, like a spinoff, like, after they've done the first three, like, right. okay, this is the, the, all the prequels, just yeah, because classic. Every, <laughs> like, they talk about the god Oya, who's in charge of death and destruction right yeah she is uh zelly's like sister god and her mom's sister god the way they talk about her and how she manifests and the different imagery of like the the imagery of just the whole 
African like mythology in this book is like really powerful. Yeah, I really enjoyed the imagery. I will say, hopefully, I am looking forward to seeing even more magic in the coming books because I think that's that's what really gives it the you know the fantasy element. Um, which part of it you can say you know like the gods are real and like energy is real and whatnot, but like the the fictional fantasy element is the magic part and. Right. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, even more, I guess. I also think that, so you have the whole power dynamic between the Orishans who want to take the power away Mm -hmm. and what happens when you give everybody their powers. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, it's, it's more than just, like, magic, I felt like the... That's when the politics comes in. Yeah, that's when the politics comes in. (laughs) Like, basically, like, what happens when you let everyone have the full extent of their powers versus what, like the different reasons why they need to take it away. Well, it's like, who are you, that's, yeah, that's, who are you to deny? Like, who are you to say that I can't, you know? And I, and I get that, I get the thoughts, um, there's thoughts that come through, uh, Zelly's head as to whether or not, you know, we should give power back to everyone. Which is why I enjoyed reading this book, because I feel like, once again, it wasn't just a whole savior complex, like, she yeah. has those dialogues within herself which I really appreciated yeah some of my own highs is honestly I really loved the way the book was written like I found myself just kind of highlighting certain phrases not even like a phrase or a quote that you want to like repeat to yourself but just like it was beautiful the way she said this like I don't know I personally loved her her diction her syntax her word choice I wonder um, if she has a poetry um, so she actually, like, her background is, um, I believe she taught creative writing for a while. Like, she had a whole thing. She had a whole career and, and, and left her career to, like, write a book. Apparently her, her parents weren't too happy about it, but I think that in the end they were pretty supportive. Yeah. I mean, I would be pretty supportive if my book was selling out. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't feel like there's not one publication that's talked about this book in the last year. Yeah. It's, it's pretty popular. It's pretty po- not only is it popular, but it's it's just so it's it's opening possibilities back into like black creative writing that I think have kind of been like not closed, but yeah. The only thing that I don't like with certain books that come out is I will say that this one does fall into the trilogy fad. I would say I think that when the Hunger Games came out, everyone just wanted to write a trilogy. Like there were so many trilogies that came out. It's been a while since then, but it is a trilogy. But the other thing is, like, someone will write a great book, and then for the next, like, ten years, everything is kind of like that. So, like, with Twilight. After Twilight, everything was vampires and werewolves. Like, and so with this one, um, I wanted to open doors in a way that other people can write things that are set in Africa, or they're, you know, the main characters are African, but not necessarily follow the exact same, you know, type of structure or type of layout or this like you know hopefully it opens the doors to be creative and it opens the doors and allows people to get their foots into different markets right but not necessarily like the same thing which kind of worries me about the movie coming out because everyone saw the hit with black panther and how they did that film Mm -hmm. i have i feel like they're going to do something similar just because it was done so well the first time i feel like they're going to want to pigeonhole this into that type of feel they might, and you know, I feel like at the end of the day, you have to remember that all of these thoughts that are going through our head are coming from the perspective of the the viewer who wants 
things to be authentic and the way that things authentic and and the way you think that things should be as opposed to the producers and everyone who makes these movies who are trying to get paid yeah so it's like it has you have to consider like the capitalistic perspective which is like unfortunate because a lot of times like you should have just left that movie that one movie kept yeah. it golden but obviously making that second movie you know made you a lot of money so you know we get it but what was another high for you one the way that she wrote the book i also like the way that she balanced like i said before she balanced the romance and the um like overall goal of the novel i also like the change in settings like i like that it it seemed to take place over like a wide range of places so it's like we were here then we traveled to there and traveled to here traveled to there um yeah i personally like that one which was neither a high or a low but just something that i wanted to know which i did know before was the fact that each chapter was written by a different person i typically don't like books like that i don't i that was something that jumped out to me too i wasn't really a fan for this one i didn't mind okay it wasn't like it wasn't a bad thing i wouldn't i wouldn't say that it was like a great thing either and i'm trying to think to myself you know like how would the book have changed if it was only told from one perspective yeah um and so overall i'd say it probably it enhanced the book because in some in some of the chapters it's actually the same scene and like it would be written by one character the chapter would end and then when it picked up from the other characters perspective it kind of rewinds a little bit so that there's like a little bit of overlap and it's almost like you just get to like shift views in the scene which i thought was really cool um the way that she wrote that um yeah so i don't know i'm pretty neutral about that one um yeah yeah (laughs) okay um so let's talk about three things that i was not a fan of in this book I think I've already touched on it but I I don't know if I'm just like over love in general but I'm kind of over love in young adult novels as a theme mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's kind of played out like I want to see something different especially when you have such a strong like two strong pro- protagonists I feel like because I feel like Amari is kind of a protagonist in this in the fact that she changes just as much as Celie does or mm-hmm. Zelie does within the novel mm-hmm. and I feel like young adult novels focusing solely on a female friendship are kind of needed right now. I mean, I feel like they kind of are already, like, that's already a huge trope within these novels as young, like, especially since I feel like more women, like, it's really Mm -hmm. women-focused. But I don't know, like, give give me a strong novel about two girls who are just trying to be best friends, trying to, like, bring magic back, you know? Because, like, you have yeah. Enon, and then you have Zayn in there, and then, like, they're talking about, like, them two, and, like, the romance between the two, and I'm just like, ah, like, <laughs> it's nice, but, like, mm. Okay. It wasn't okay. necessary for me in the book, and I feel like it kind of would have simplified some things if you just took their romantic feelings out of it. Wait, take their romantic feelings out or take them out? <laughs> <laughs> um... I mean, you need Inan to push the story forward. Yeah. I feel like he's pivotal, but Zane. He was, I mean, like, he definitely played some useful parts. It's just kind of a lot of 
whining. A lot of, yeah, a lot of complaining. <laughs> like, I just, I feel like I'm over men complaining in my life. Like, I don't need to be reading about it because I'm just like, I already know what the answer is, sis. Drop them. Like, Not to mention, I will say, they describe Anand as a very, or at least this is the way I pictured him because he's supposed to be some, I forgot what the sport is called, be some player. So I imagine that's this big-ass buff dude, like, just majestic. But he doesn't do a lot of, like, majestic stuff. Yeah. Like, he wasn't wielding an axe or something. <laughs> he was just complaining. He was most of the men were in the novel were complaining, <laughs> which I mean is really realistic if you think about humor. it. Because men complain, but right. like both these men out here were just like, oh, I can't believe they did this to me, or oh, I can't believe they're doing that. Now I'm mad. Like I was just like, I already yeah. get that in my personal life. But like, I feel like it's also true because men are actually really emotional. Which she touches on. True. They're actually really they they emotional. actually do have feelings. So. Which is, you know, good. It's yeah. good to talk about men's feelings. You're right. <laughs> you sound so sorry. I am so happy. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I guess they're needed in the storyline. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm not a really big fan of romance in books and movies in general. Like, I'm not really into romance movies or TV shows with, like, romantic plot lines. Like, scroll that for me. So I, I feel like that's just, say... I just wasn't into it. Yeah, I will say that was one of my lows. Like, I was reading the book, and I was like, that was so good. And I there was, like, a couple parts, and I was like, really? Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and it had to do with the romance. Yeah. And I was just like, I... Eh, spoiler? Not yeah, spoiler. Let's, I mean, we're far in now, y'all, so we're gonna spoil. Anon and Zelly, like, I wish... I, I wish that it would have just stayed completely separate, and he would have just stayed completely evil. Yeah. And there was no interaction, and she just stayed, like, I think, I, I would have liked, I get why Tommy had this understanding in Anon, you know, and he, and he was, like, understanding to a certain point, but I kind of wish that he was just full-on evil throughout the whole book. Same, like, spare me, sis. I just think that you can't have him out here just like, oh, like, she's changing me. Something in me has changed. Like she's helped me, which I get. I get the whole like them connecting to figure out what's going on between them and their, and like their powers and whatnot, whatever. Yeah. Or like, they're helping each other grow. Mm-hmm. I get it. Whatever. But like, them in their own little world at some points, and she's like, ooh, like, can I, I'm gonna spoil this one scene, and it's a little juicy, so it'll make you guys want to read it anyways. But they're in the water right, together. Disclaimer. Spoiler. Yeah, Go. disclaimer. <laughs> so they're in the, the water together. They're, like, supposed to be on opposite sides, but in their special happy place. They can get naked and swim and, like, chill out with each other and whatnot. And then something happens. He has to choose to be evil full-time now and not part-time. No, because he didn't even have to choose. <laughs> no, he chose to be evil. Yeah, he, cho- he chose he to be evil. He made a decision. Full-time instead of part-time, which I'm... Already, I'm just like, fool, you were, like, I don't understand how you could be part-time and go full-time and go Because part-time. the thing is, the other way that, the other thing that Tomi points out is that when he goes back to being evil, he doesn't see it as being evil. Like, he basically thinks that he's doing what's right again, even though his version of what's right is, is evil. But then, how can evil. you, like... By the end, they're, like, kissing for the last time, and she's like, oh, Zelly's like, oh, 
who he, like he's different now when I kiss him and whatnot. I'm just like, sis, he was always different. He was always going to be different. Like, if you have a daddy complex, that doesn't saying, go away through like. Wait, are you saying Zoe has has a daddy complex? I'm saying Enon has a daddy complex. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the other thing is though, I think that ultimately we are like we grow. You know, and I think that people do have the ability to change. So I don't think that it's fair to just meet someone. I think that people should pay more attention to first impressions. And a lot of times people show you who they are and people just don't heed all the warnings and signs. But at the same time, I think that you should allow for people to change. Yeah. I think you know. I'm, I'm the type of person who, like, I allow you to change, but I got to see that change for at least, like, six months before I just, like, I mean, it. yeah, yeah. Because I feel like she was way too trusting of him, like, the minute she saw that he could he could change. She, which, I mean, females do that all the time, so maybe Tommy's just being more realistic anyways. Because us <sighs> girls be out here, like, at this, like, the dude opens the door once, and we're like, oh my god, he's different now. Like, Yeah, but he, like, risked his life. Did he, though? Yeah. Okay. I also see it out here for Rowan. For Rowan. He's a side character. Mmm. I was a fan of Rowan. I was a fan of Rowan, too, and I think that he'll have his shine in the next two books. I wonder who's going to play Rowan. Who would play Rowan? Ooh, um... What's his face from Black Panther? The friend. The friend. Um, Black Panther has his best friend who has all the rhinos and stuff. I don't even know. Okay. Um, He was also in Skins, if I could think of his name, but, like... I want, like, a dark chocolatey man with, like, a nice smile who's, like, a little cheeky. Really? Because the crazy thing is, like, totally out of the age range. Because the first person I was thinking of was, like, Michael Ely, I think his name is. Michael Ely? Let me look him up. You know, with, like, the light skin, the gray eyes. But he's, like, way too old for this movie. Unless we just somehow... What if they just spun this and didn't make it a young adult novel and they just made it adult fantasy? I mean, you might have to with some of these scenes. (laughs) (laughs) You might have to, um... Okay, so Dreamcast, real quick. Who's your Dreamcast? Who plays Ellie? I don't know people's names, so, like, I couldn't actually say. Justine Sky for me. I'll tell you who would play her mom. Who would play her mom? Lupita Long. Who? Lupita? Yeah. Long? Did you say me? Yeah. Wait, that's not her name, is it? Yongo? Yes! Okay. (laughs) Told you. Oh, yeah, Uh, I can see it. I can see it. She should so be her mom. She should so be her mom. I'm thinking Sauron could be played by um, Boris Kujo. Boris Kojo? Boris Kojo. No. No. No? He's way too nice looking. But that's part of the orations. They like, they're like, they're like. Are they like, are they not like. Shamar Moore? No. Moore's Chestnut. (laughs) No, they're too like nice. <laughs> you know who great? Um, the guy from Medea's Family Reunion, the abusive husband. <laughs> the abusive husband. <laughs> I hate that once you're on Medea, like you're on a Medea movie, it kind of like compromises your. I feel quality. like a lot of people just encounter that. Like once you play a role, it's hard to break out of. Like sometimes once you play, like can you ever look at Daniel Radcliffe and not see Harry Potter? It's just no. impossible. Blair Underwood. Who's that? The abusive husband. Oh, is that his name? I think so. Sure. Yeah, that dude. Mm-hmm. He also looks like he would have like a, you're my son, 
I want you to be this. Yeah. Sorry, Blair. I don't know what you're like in real life, but <laughs> for for movie character's sake, you'd be great. <laughs> or maybe okay. So I think I think Letitia Wright would be a really good Zuli. Or who's that? From Black Panther. I know, like, there's a lot of people from Black Panther. I was thinking about her. I don't know. My thing of, like, Zelly, like, she has a very, like, strong nature to her. Or at least that's, you know, what I'm picturing. I don't know. There's some sort of, like... I don't, you. I already said, I want fresh new faces. Yeah, I don't want anybody. We need, yeah, we need knows, fresh so. faces. That's true. That's, that's true. my own personal take. Um, and then the second thing I was not a fan of was Zeely's lack of thought before her actions. She's a really, example? Um, when she was supposed to go and get some money, but instead she ran into some random lady and was just like, you know what? Let me just get into some trouble real quick and start this magical warfare. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean like in the beginning? And yeah. What, you mean Amari? Uh, huh? What? Yeah, when she first met Amari, I feel like that was just done on her part. But she was called by the gods. She had to. But she doesn't have to do all this other stuff. Like... Also, that's one of those cases where it's like, plot twist, the book ends 20 pages in. Like, <laughs> help me. No. <laughs> book is over. <laughs> <laughs> I would love. I would just love to have a book, like a black-centered book, and it's just like, the female does everything right. And shit still fucks up because that's just life in general, right? But yeah, I mean, I feel like she just had like a lack of thought with some of her actions sometimes. Like she was just way too reckless. I guess. But yeah, those were my biggest two that I found reading the book. Where I was like, okay, come on. I think the other thing is this is something that I don't like in movies and books across the board, which is the lack of. Well, I guess in this case, she did have some time uh, kind of keeper in the book, but, like, the time, you know? Yeah, because they had, like, what, like... like, all of this happened within, what? A week and a half? Not even. Like, they had, like, seven moons or something? (laughs) And I was like, what constitute a moon? Like, a moon is, like, a whole month, right? No, okay, they had, like, five days or something till the solstice. Yeah, and then it was like, we have seven moons left in the five days. I was like, whoa. That's the other thing about the love thing, is, like, this whole love thing is happening That's why I'm saying, how are you trusting someone that quickly, and then the minute he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not evil now. You only know him for two days, sis. I know, that's why, girl, that's why I was like, romance like this, it does happen, but I was like, this does not need to happen right now. Leave him. Leave him where you found him. But that's my advice for everybody. Leave them where you found them. All right. So overall, high number one, syntax and diction. Right. <laughs> Grammar. Grammar. You can write. You are literate. High number two. Um, high number two, mythology. The background. Background. Flushed out. A little bit of realism in there as yeah. far as real cities. Yeah. Historical perspective. High number three. Or oh, what you said when I was... Violence? She was... Realism. Yeah, the realism. realism. Yeah. I would say Zeely is a cool character. Like, the relationship between Zeely and Amari were good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say it was, like, a strong character. And I feel like overall she did a great job moving from scene to scene, keeping you interested, keeping you want to, like, pick up the book again. Yeah. Easy read. Easy read. 
lows. Um, romance. The romance for me. Romance, yeah. Yeah. The romance, which I think plays into my low of, of, of Anand's character. I didn't, I don't fully like the way Anand's character was built. Like, I think yeah. it was good with some empathy, but I don't know, I personally would have liked him to be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, other low was... I mean, Zane didn't really have to be there either for me, but that was, that's like me being nitpicky. Yeah, men. Men. Get, mm-hmm. get rid of all. We don't even need men in this movie. Just, <laughs> like, just take a turn. Just, just kidding. No. <laughs> no, you need you need men in this movie. But I feel like Zane's character could have been a little bit more fleshed out too, because I feel like he kind of got lost in the sauce a little bit with like everything. I that was think happening. that he played such like a like an important role in the book as far as he was always there, but he didn't like do a lot. He also didn't have his own chapters. So it was kind of weird how to, I, I was a little confused on how I should take him. Yeah. Um, I think he'll get fleshed out hopefully more in the, as the series progresses for sure. Cause I feel like his perspective kind of needed to be more important, like needs to be a little bit more important only because he was, um, he was like kind of Zelie's like comfort blanket in a sense. Like she needed him to be there. Yeah. In order for her. He to- was, yeah, he was important. We'll see. We'll see what turns out with him. Um, the last low is that, Tommy, you don't write fast enough, and now I have to wait for you to finish all of your greatness. Yeah, girl, because March, March is so far, far away. away. Far away. And the last, the last, like, maybe three pages, I was kind of like, we need to, we need to figure this out. Like, now? The epilogue, yeah. Yeah, the epilogue. I love a good epilogue. Yeah, same. And I think it was, it kept, like, it kept me interested. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, magic is back. Woo, let's go. But then, yeah. Alright, five out of five stars, how many do you give it? I would give it a solid four. I was gonna say, I would give it a solid four. I, I give it a I, solid four. Yeah, I think everyone should read it, read it, for sure. Like, I'm not doubting that at all. I feel like it's kind of, like, I feel like it's gonna be the next monumental, like... Book. I was gonna say, well, who do you recommend it to? Just everybody. 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 I think everybody could read it. And sure. there's enough for everybody to get invested. Yeah. I would just say, the only reason I gave it five stars is just because of, I feel like... Things could be a little bit more fleshed out with like Enon's character development, yeah. and I just don't like boys. So like, <laughs> says the heterosexual. <laughs> I know I'm um, I'm hetero. <laughs> I, I like boys. I just that's and, so funny. You're like God. The men in this story the terrible. Men in this Me terrible. over here. <laughs> I'm like. I mean. I feel like they added something. Yeah. Something. They just could have been, like, a little bit more spicy, you know? Like, I just wish there was something a little bit more with them. I feel like for you, they're like, I was just talking to my sister about raisins. Like, I don't dislike raisins, but they're just always in the way. That's the best way to put it, yeah. I didn't. Although I do kind of dislike them. I don't dislike them, but they're just in the way. <laughs> they're my yeah. raisins! Just, like, push them aside for a right. sec. Just for a quick sec. But, like, some of them, like, they had some redeeming moments for sure. I just... But no, I hope that... But the, the other thing with the men is that I don't think that they provided great characters for men to identify with. Like, yeah. I hope that men don't identify with a non like that. And I hope... <laughs> someone, some of them will. <laughs> I think it'd be okay if they identified with Zane. I think it'd yeah. be great if they identified with Baba. Hopefully oh, yeah. not Saran. That's... Okay, so I feel like that's that's another thing is... I mean, it's it's extremely important to have characters that black women can identify with, especially right. young black women. But I also think that it's equally as important for young black men 
to have characters that they can identify with. Right. And, you know... Zane's probably the strongest one there. And he definitely has some flaws. Yeah. Which well, is, not that we're, you know, we're promoting perfection. I mean, I am, but... <laughs> I mean, I have a higher standard for everyone involved in this I have a higher standard for everybody? I mean, Enon, I can see people identifying him because, like... He has something he has to suppress throughout the series, and a lot of men have things that they have to suppress in the series, and when they don't get it out... But the other thing is, like, his whole relationship with his father, like, it was getting... It was like, I have to be everything for you, and then I was like, wait, no, I don't, you're actually in the wrong, and then he fell right back into that. So I hope that they don't identify with him like that either, you know? You don't have to do what your dad did. You don't have to do what your mom did. You don't have to do what your parents did. Right? I mean, definitely, you know, give them some respect... They have wisdom to give, maybe not Saran, but it's a, it's a minefield to navigate. But anyway, yes, that is my overview. Solid four stars. I recommend it to anyone, young, old, blue, green. And like always, you can get this book on Amazon, iTunes, wherever books are sold, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, like it really doesn't matter. But I say get it. Read it before March. You have all the time in the world to get it done. Yeah, preferably I would read it right before March, so then when you finish it, you can just read the next one. Mm-hmm. Get it March 4th, because the next one comes out on March 5th, and you'll have it done by then. Yeah, so just get it into March, y'all. And just get it. Just get it. Just get it in general. Um, and that's it for us. Thanks for listening. Uh, please like our podcast. You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, wherever you can find us, and we'll be back next week with a new read.